Hello and welcome back everybody, Slim Slam and the Bandwagon Fan. I'm Slim, he's Slam, and to my left, that is the Bandwagon Fan, proudly brought to you, as always, by the Jersey Cartel. Boys, how are we? Mate, flying. Looking forward to week eight. Yep. We're almost halfway through the season, Blast. Yep, absolutely. You going to have your hay fever troubles the last episode, my friend? Oh, here's hoping. Here's hoping. I like that. Schnazzy, you're tracking it right, mate. Haven't mate, caught I'm it. going absolutely fine. I haven't caught up. I've heard it's contagious amongst yeah. the fellas, but you know what? You get through it sometimes. It has been yeah. happening. Um, it's been known to travel. But I have no clue what I just said then. Yeah, it was a bit of a, <laughs> it's a, bit of a mystery, but that's not, <laughs> that, that's not unusual for us. Let's put it that way. Us or you? Oh, definitely me in some respects specs um i hope by now you might have rambling seen, you might have seen that little <laughs> clip but hey good good from you chucky elite eight is how we're going to start this evening as we always do the big movers and shakers from the week that was um as we approach week eight of nfl action um bit of oh. movement bit of movement this week elite eight week eight loves it yep. synergy. synergy and we love that keeping our cards close to the chest tonight on this one or are we spoiling each other <laughs> well it's so much better when we don't it just depends <laughs> if that was a subtle little who's taking number eight slammer okay uh, so this week at number eight of the elite eight power rankings proudly brought to you by slim slam and the bandwagon fan we have got the cards close to the chest or gotcha okay <laughs> <laughs> You, my uh, friend, are not a Titan. <laughs> Sorry. We have got the cards in at eight, uh, fresh in this week, after being show. on the outer for the last couple of weeks, with a really good win there on the weekend against the Seahawks. Um, I'm not sure. Are the card, do they have a buy this week? I think they might actually have a buy. Yes, the cards yes, have, a buy. have yep. a buy. So, well, will they stay or will they not? Who knows? Probably depending on uh, other results. But they had a really good game on the weekend. Yep. Um, defense probably stood up a little bit in the second half. I think they gave up 27 to half time and they only ended up giving away 37 for the game, yeah, I think. Correct. So that's pretty good defensive effort in the second half. Was it 34? 34, yep. 34 I think. 34, 37 yeah, well, was the final score. Touchdown yep. there in the second half. That's a really good game on defense in the second Absolutely. half. They got their stuff together there and obviously a really good comeback in the second half. So. Yeah, but more importantly, knocked off the number one seed as Absolutely, well, which is yeah. why they just screamed out and said, put us back in. And Absolutely. They had to go in. They put their hand had up. Had to go in. I mean, ever since that almighty bake of um, yep. Kyler and the boys, yep, they've, they've seemed to turn a corner. of the mirror, the squad of men. That's Ooh. it. It was all happening. And now, you know, they're reaping the fruits. I mean, that division in general. Then, oh, it's West, amazing. It's just I going along great guns. But, um, hey, over in the AFC, the Titans had a close loss to the Steelers. But like we mentioned in the last show, they didn't lose too many fans. And they will be taking the number seven spot in the Elite Eight tonight. Mm-hmm. Um. Derek Henry was held to 75-ish yards, I think it was, yep. Chuck. Yep. Um, and we saw a really good game out of AJ Brown. So they've got weapons. They've got stuff to work with. Um, they come in this week. They get a game against Smoke and Joe in the Bengals. So um, watch your space. If they get another strong win here, um, more than likely they'll hold, if not improve. But let's just um, let's just watch how they go here. Because obviously, the Cincinnati Bengals aren't the easy beat they have been for years previous. They have a bit going on. It's a road um, game too. It's a road game as well. So watch your space for the mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans. Um, they're right there, but they are down three spots from last week when we did have them up there in number four. Shnazi? Coming in at number six, which is no movement from last week, yep. is the Packers. Had a great win last week, but unfortunately, a few teams around them have just been playing a bit better. Yep. Given... Um, yeah, I don't really want to say that. Yeah, you were going to spoil <laughs> it. Spoil <laughs> it's unlike oh, you to pull yeah. out. Nah, I bucked right off that one. <laughs> of that. Uh, <laughs> sure. So the Packers, you know, they're playing good football. They're one of the better teams. They've had one bad loss to the Bucks, So we'll keep them in at six. And, you know, onwards and upwards from here, I reckon, if yep. they start pulling some better games together. And as well, Aaron Rodgers looks like he'll be competing for that MVP as well yep. this year. So 
He's making expect a case. them to stay prominent and be a player. Come super. Uh, sorry, come. Well, certainly the playoffs. Come the playoffs. Play the playoffs. Yeah. Not the Super Bowl. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see, we'll on, wait that, and on, see. The, on the ladder. Um, Chucky, do you want to take number five? Uh, not really, Blaze. I don't love them. Um, but in at five, up yep. two spots from last week is the Buccaneers. Um, you just have to, really. They've yep. been playing some pretty good football. They killed the Raiders on the weekend, 45-20. to 20. Yep. Um, really starting to click. And obviously this week, for the first time, we get to see Antonio Brown back in the NFL for probably what's been a year and a half, really. Mm. Quite a time. Yeah, a little while. We played a one game for the Patriots yeah. last year. Yeah, true. So, yeah. But the best part of a year, and really... Yeah, best part of a year and a half since yeah. we've seen him properly. Um, yeah. So they're up two spots into the number five seed there. The defense is playing some really good football. Yep. Um, offense is starting to click. Brady is looking quite good, which is hard a hard pill to swallow at the moment. <laughs> but um, that's all right. We'll get over it. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's really all I have to say. Blaze, yep, who's coming in enough. at four? Um, the Seahawks are at four tonight. They've dropped a few spots, three to be exact, um, after their, their loss in a shootout to the Cardinals. Um I think with the Seahawks at the moment, you can't really say there's too much wrong with them at the moment, but the teams that have jumped them um, are just going that little bit better. Yeah. And I think on the back of a loss to the Cardinals, is clearly there, defense is clearly an issue. Um, and Russell Wilson is having to play like Superman um, and obviously using all those weapons around him to get the results they're getting. Um, if the defense was to come up, we would find it easier to move them up in the Elite Eight. But for the time being, they sit in four, they're down three spots, um, but they'll have a really good hit out this week to show where they're at. Could you imagine if they didn't get Jamal in the offseason? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like Their defense is putrid at the moment. Yeah. It's got a few nice pieces. We always talk about Bobby Wagner and Jamal yep. and yep. Um, Shaquem Griffin. They, they've got those kind of marquee guys, but yeah. I think they, yeah. they struggle for depth and, and spread, I think, is a, an issue there. And we saw that with Kyler and, and the Cardinals and obviously coming in with D-Hop and you know, Christian Kirk and Larry Fitz and Andy Isabella. Like they back quite deep and it probably in the end did stretch Exposed them a little bit them. too hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where the Seahawks are at for us. Um, number four in the Elite Eight. But Schnauzer, you take number three. Yeah, I'll friend. steal this one. Yep. Steelers, yep. Very good. huge win over the Tartans. Uh, they've gone up two spots. So we've put them from fifth to third. Um, you know, they're... Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Blazers tried to drink out of a cu- out of a can that had a, the lid still on it. It was quite impressive. Yeah, Sorry I made the blooper real later. I, I, gra- <laughs> I grabbed the wrong beer. I had one open on the so table. Not the one in front of you. Yeah, I grabbed the one on the ground. Really stolen this st- <laughs> stolen this segment I'm from me. Anyway, I'll wrap this up nice and quickly. Only undefeated team left in football. Beat last week's number four. It's only right that they got up to number three. Yep. When they get a marquee win against one of the other top eight teams besides the Titans. Yeah. I'll be keen to get them up higher because yep. their defense is unbelievable. And yeah. they get a real chance this week against the number two team. And I might throw that to Slam. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so it's Ruffles and Feathers here, Blaze. Oh, yes. They're at uh, number two, the Ravens. Yeah, that's a little throwback. Like uh, that. Yeah, thought I might just chuck that one back Thank in you, there. Thank you, sir. Um, I think this one was a real coin flip. Probably could have been the Ravens or Steelers yep. in two or three here, and we'll have a definitive answer for you after the weekend's game, I would yep. have thought. Um, obviously, the Ravens didn't play on the weekend, did they? Yep. No, no, no a week off. So we've just bumped them up the one spot based on the fact that the Seahawks lost to the Cards, which is a bit tough for the Seahawks. But yeah. you know. it was a team that was on the outer that they did lose to. Yeah, yeah that's so that's true. probably why they've yeah. slid a bit further yeah. than some um, might have expected. Yeah. And then, so the Ravens are up into two. I am tipping the Steelers this week. I think they'll get the job done over the Ravens, and we'll see the Steelers move up in the rankings. But yep. uh, that'll be an absolute cracker game between the Ravens and the Steelers. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that one, Blaze. We're looking, we got we are looking one. forward to that. We got to one, Chief. 
Um, the big chiefers, mm. uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, led by Big Red himself and um, his band of merry men. Uh, merry. Patty Mahomes and the boys uh, get to, I think they are hosting, hosting the, the Jets. Hosting the Jets. So uh, we just checked the line. It's set very conservatively. Yes, very conservatively. Uh, what was it, 18.5? Uh, 19.5. 19.5. 19.5. So, they are three um, touchdown favorites. Just yeah. under three touchdowns. It's pretty gross. Um, they are up. They had a really good win against the Broncos without having to you know, stretch their their muscle, flex their muscle too much. So just kind of rolled over the top of them. And I think you'll see something very similar here against the Jets. Um, Lev Bell gets to go back and play against his old team. We're going to get to this more in the preview itself. But as far as, you know, you might get sick of hearing it, but we don't get sick of saying it. They are the best team in football. Um, <laughs> that defense, you saw a team that scored hay fevers back. Yeah. You, you got to see a team that scored from the, all three phases of the game um, against the Broncos. And if that doesn't scream, we're just clicking on all cylinders. I don't know what does. It screams to us, number one in the Elite Eight. Um, so, yeah, go Kansas City. and yeah. the thing to watch here, sorry to jump in there, yeah, was if the Ravens get a good win over the Steelers and the Chiefs look a bit pathetic, maybe because they can't get themselves up, could be a bit of a... <laughs> Bit of arguments among the fellas next week between who goes the number one seed. Yeah, we might have to duke it out, my friend. Yep, and uh, it's going to be a Ravens. Fan, <laughs> if that's the yeah, case, exactly right. Very good. Uh, I like that. That's another elite eight in the books, guys. Um, make sure you get us, or get into us if you see things differently. Um, well, if you're a Bills or a Rams fan and you think they should be in there, tell us why. Exactly, and the NFC East remains on the outer after two wins last weekend. Yeah, it was so. a good win. Yeah. yeah, it was a good week yeah, for the... Yeah, yeah the NFC East had a really good week. And so. I think, once again, there's at least going to be one more win this week because yeah. I reckon is that the Eagles have... Eagles-Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah, so. so we'll get into that snoozer later on. Yeah. But um, so <laughs> we'll get into the action. Uh, the first uh, game off the rip here is the Carolina Panthers uh, getting to hosting the Atlanta Falcons. And we're just... Uh, yeah, oh, it was Falcons. Yeah. Flaggy Falcons. Um, so Carolina Panthers, uh, we're not sure if they're welcoming back C-Mac just yet, but we are looking forward to this game, if nothing else, to see how Atlanta can lose the unlosable. I'm going to have a, I've got a gripe here. Not about, it was about these two teams. It's a, it's a shot at both of them. Yeah. But the Thursday night football games, Friday night for us Australian fans out here, <sighs> the lineup has been shocking. Yeah. Sorry, Friday morning. It has been shocking week after week after week. The best yeah. game... The best uh, Thursday night, Friday morning fixture that we had was the Bills and the Chiefs, Chiefs game. Yeah. Yeah. And that got pushed, obviously, due to a few COVID fears. Yep. But these games, just on primetime football, it's not really engaging many fans yeah. to watch them. And, yeah. um, and, you know, I get that there's a bit of a, a quality amongst the league that each team gets a marquee game. Yeah, but each, um, each team gets one Thursday night game, yeah. Which is why you often see divisional matchups for these games as well, I think. I know it's quite... It's it's an active time slot for us Australian um, NFL fans. The yeah. Thursday night football game is a Friday morning. Some people only have that four-day week. A lot of people have Fridays off. Um, it's just one of those ones that we have more accessibility to, and so far this year we've been quite let down just by the that fixture. Time slot especially. Yeah, has exactly. the marquee games this week? So we got Falcons, uh, Panthers, and Falcons. As I try and hybrid that word, there. Yeah. <laughs> Falcons game. Uh, so that one's on the Friday morning here for us. Then yep. we've got Eagles, Cowboys on the Monday morning game, and then Giants, Bucks. Yeah, so uh, Tuesday not, morning. It's not great for those three marquee games that have got, you know, standalone time And you do have some really great games stuck in the middle yeah, there now. Yeah, got some real good ones. Obviously, got a log jam in the middle there. Obviously, it's hard as a fixturing department to predict where teams are going to be out in week eight. But I think you could have, excuse me, pretty safely said that some of these ones they have picked were never going to be that flash um, mm. regardless. Um, so, yeah. we're going to have to watch this space. I think it's three Panthers 
across the board here. No one's expecting the so. Falcons think, to... Uh, yeah. Just after what the Falcons have dished up this year, they're one and six. They haven't been able to pull together a second half in a game. They yep. managed to lose unlosable games. Yep. The Panthers so are starting to play some pretty good footy. Pretty consistent. Christian McCaffrey just checked. He's practicing. Okay. But status oh. is unconfirmed. That's oh, interesting. That's quick work that from you on the phone, Schnauzy. So I'm pretty pretty keen to see see the Panthers go here. And Teddy Bridgewater's actually exceeded yeah, out all of our expectations. Well. Yes. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I, I was a bit 50-50 on the tip here for this one. And then I did a quick little bit of research, and the Panthers have actually got the tenth best defense against uh, passing offenses. Yeah, which so, is obviously Atlanta Falcons' strong suit at the yes, moment. Yes, exactly. So I was weighing it up, but if that's how good their uh, defense is against the pass, well then that's tip, that's uh, tilted the scales there, and I'm going to follow the Panthers there. Because as well. Todd Very Gurley good. hasn't broken any records this year. He hasn't. You no. know, he's he's done he's what he's scoring had to a do, bit, but no. yeah, he's not. But he's, he's not setting the world on fire. Yeah, I think Julio yeah, and Ridley are clearly the. Uh, important factors there for the Falcons and if they're coming up against a pretty decent secondary well that probably yeah yeah pushes it into the Panthers we'll jump from a pretty disappointing Thursday night football match into a really red hot early mm, slot on um, on a Monday morning for us or, or a Sunday for um for the uh, Americans. <laughs> the Americans yeah geez that was a real mental Sunday plate going o'clock. on there um, the Baltimore Ravens and the Steelers. So we touched on it in the Elite Eight. They're going to go toe-to-toe in a real... Two versus um, three. A, a shaker kind yeah. of um, match-up here. I've taken the Ravens. The two boys are going to take the Steelers. Mm. Um, so Which should mean for everybody at home. Exactly. They're big on the Steelers. Yeah, you got in before I could. Mm. Um, with that said, it should be a really good game. It is my game of the week. Um, I think we've got every chance here to see a, a good clash of an elite defense at the moment, in, obviously in Pittsburgh. And the Ravens offer by trying to re-establish the fact they are one of the premier teams in the NFL. Well, it's two of the better defences in the NFL Yeah, as well. absolutely. And I think Slammer, I'll probably hand this back over to Slammer, but Slammer was talking about the run defence of the Steelers before, yeah, and that's probably amazing. what's yeah. influenced both yeah. of our tips. Yeah, 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 absolutely. The Steelers' run defence has been amazing. It influenced my tip last week against the Titans there, yep. and they were able to slow down Derrick Henry for only 75 yards. Um, so I'd be assuming here they're going to be able to slow down the run, uh, the run game not only for the running backs, but also try and contain Lamar fairly mm. well. I think they're equipped that they can actually do that job there. So that's, yeah, that's made me tip the Steelers. I think the Steelers are doing enough on offense at the moment. Chase Claypool, the rookie, has been looking pretty good as well. Yep. Juju had quite a nice game on the weekend there. The Steelers are going into Baltimore. But I think here, this has always been the Steelers division. Yep. It's, the Steelers have owned this division for as long as I can remember, for as long as I've been alive. Mm. Um, and I think this weekend they're going to stick their flag in the ground, go into Baltimore and get a really clutch win and be 7-0 and and take a two-game lead in that division, think, which yeah. would be very impressive. And the, they'll be very hard to catch for that yeah. divisional lead, which could yep. send the Ravens into a wild-card game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is huge. I think that, you know, finishing potentially top of the... Um you know, the conference there for the Steelers mm. just puts them in a great spot to really stake their claim to make a Super Bowl. Yep. As you said, their defense is going to hopefully smother the Ravens' defense. Offense. Uh, offense. But we've been yep. saying, I've been saying this for the last few weeks now with the Ravens. Is I want to see Lamar Jackson throw the ball and I reckon the Steelers are going to force him to throw the ball here. Absolutely, and he yes. hasn't had much luck because he tried to do it against the Chiefs when the Chiefs got up early yep. and it just didn't come to fruition for him. Yeah, yep. and Mark and I, Andrews was putrid in that yep. game. So, so I've been asking for the Ravens to make Lamar throw the ball a bit more. Hasn't really happened much and I reckon the Steelers are going to force their hand this week and hopefully if we're this slamming is a very right. This game. Yep. It's, well, your game of the week, isn't it, Blaze? Yeah, yeah it's mine, my friend. Yeah. Yep. 
So I, oh, slam is guaranteed. Oh no, no, no. I sla- That's I, last week's thing. Yeah, I snapped that up. You are a touch early there, but I will yeah. get. I will get to the next game here, so you can launch. Mm. Um, the Chiefs get to host the Jets. I don't yeah. think we need to say too much about the actual game no, itself, okay. but we will get into Slammers guarantee. Slammers guarantee. Okay, now you may have noticed through the first seven weeks of the NFL, I never throw the Chiefs in Slammers guarantee, and that's because I don't bet on them because I support them and I don't do that because that's bad juju. Yep. But they're playing the Jets. <laughs> I'm not going to add it to my multi, but you should add it to yours. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs are at a dollar oh four. That's insane. The line is set at nineteen and a half. I've never seen a line set at nineteen and a half. This is just like pie in the sky yeah, type. It's stuff. almost. Insane. It's almost. Sorry to jump in and ruin your segment That's here, but fine. it's almost unders on the line because the Jets can't put up more than thirteen points in a game. Yeah. yeah. Chiefs are going to at least put up thirty. Yeah, it's insane. But it, even as I add this in, it's making me feel queasy about it. But like, <laughs> it's just. This isn't going to be close. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get up at 3.30 and watch this, and I'm going to go, oh, did I need sleep? No, I didn't. No. Um, so that's going to be leg one at $1.04, which yep. is just fantastic. Uh, the next leg there will be the Bucks. The Bucks are playing against, as I quickly try and find it on the wipe. The Bucks uh, the have got the Giants. Giants. Uh, the Bucks have got the Giants. There you go. Oh, yes, on the So Monday if it night. ain't broke, don't fix it. Absolutely. Um, I am tipping big every week against the New York City teams, yep. if you haven't noticed. They're $1.18, so you add them in. Uh, then we've got the Titans, who I believe may have had the other New York team. Oh, no. No, they've, they've got they, the they've Bengals. They've done the New York teams, haven't I? They've yeah, the they've got the Bengals. How well are you going? Yeah, not not crash off. <laughs> Snars has rattled me, boy. Yeah. My the Titans You've rattled are, yourself by betting on the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, I have, actually. You're not wrong. The Titans are at $1.37 against the Bengals there. Yeah. Uh, it is in Cincinnati, but... And I do think Joe's been playing some really good football. Yeah. Um, but I do think the Titans will just have Probably too much Probably a superior football there. team at yeah. the moment. And then... As I said, just nasty off camera. I don't love betting on divisional games because it always can be a bit 50-50, but I am taking the Eagles here against the Cowboys because they have just looked pathetic for the last two weeks. They're at $1.27. Not to mention we've got no clue who the quarterback's going to be for Absolutely. Dallas. Absolutely. I don't think well. Dalton will be playing. No. I think he'll be in concussion protocol, so they'll be throwing out a third stringer there. So that there pushes yep. that Eagles over the top. They're at $1.27. Yep. You power play that for those four teams. You get $2.23. You put 50 bucks on that. You've got a return of $111.75. Which is another tasty treat. Um, going for the hat trick on the guarantee at the moment. Two in a row. Was it uh, no, I think I might have lost. No, you ruined it last week with the Vikings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Too, I am two out of three though. Yeah. So we'll we'll, get, we'll get a mid-season four. update next week. Okay, yeah. we'll see how this yeah. one goes, and we'll bring it into next week's show and say, "Look, mm. this is what we're at for the season. Yeah. We'll Give some fans some perspective. I Keep us honest a little as well. bit yeah. up. I reckon I'm a little bit up on the season. Yeah. So we'll we'll touch base again. Um, oh, I'm 100 percent up. Every win that I've had's been over 150 bucks. Yeah. So I'm definitely up. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, we'll touch base with you guys again in about a week's time and we'll have all of that kind of, you know, good sports bet gold um, tracking in situ for you. Um, we won't be giving an update on Blazers best bet though. It's probably no. best not to. No. I don't know what we got to in the end, but if we're going at 50 bucks a pop, it's not good. Um, the Dolphins versus the Rams here in a game that kind of had us jumping a little bit. We have all ended up with the LA Rams, we have. but this will be the debut um, debut proper of Tua Tagovailoa. So I had a called it on the last show. It was part of the good, cool, bad, cool segment about bringing Tua in right now. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I wouldn't be bringing someone who's had a huge injury in for their first game as a starter in the NFL against the Rams defense, specifically Aaron yeah. Donald. Yeah. <laughs> When he's it's not a big boy, like um, two is not a big man. He's six foot, yeah. We, yeah, which we also touched on, but I just can't, I can't believe it. Send Fitz Magic out there one more time. Yeah, let him do what they got to do. But if he gets through this, and mm. if they get a Imagine win, he plays well. Oh my God, mm. the Dolphins are going to be riding red hot. It's the other side of that sword, isn't it? Yep. So it's almost yep. 
wild card comes calling, it's almost they'll be have they'll have their hands right on the honey pot for 100%. that wild card if they can get up here. Yeah. Especially with the Pats probably looking this well more than likely struggling again this week. Yeah, so. I'm not too worried about the Pats. Yeah. Yeah, and really in the AFC, there's not a lot of teams sitting second in their division that are going gangbusters. Like yeah. the AFC North has got two te- or three teams that are all five and two or better. Mm. Um, but the Browns have got a few issues. I think we'd all agree. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then in the West, the Chiefs are out in front by a mile, and no one else is doing anything there. The South, um, the Titans are winning that quite comfortably, mm. and then the, the East, obviously, the Bills are winning that quite comfortably. So there really is a lot of room for that it's a big opportunity. second and yeah. third wildcard team so if they could get a win here or even if they could just play well for the remainder of the season they are in line to potentially get into a wildcard spot which would be very exciting for Miami fans who haven't seen playoffs in quite a while Yeah. in saying that I think it's three Rams oh it's three Rams it's I thought long Rams. and hard about this one because I liked the the romance of Tua's first game but then Blaze mentioned that he was coming up against Aaron Donald, and then I went, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it might just be a bit yeah. too much for He's a young man. He's playing to ask. It's going to be interesting. Like the geography here is a bad one, though. Yeah. It's a long trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, long oh, okay. trip. Okay, okay. Watch your space on that one. Um, I am worried a touch about the... Uh, we, we said Brian Flores is a smart man. We trust him and all the rest of it, but I don't really rationalise a guy that has been so injury-prone his entire career you go up against a guy that is essentially a semi, like well, just coming how off. How much like, confidence does that say that they must have in Tua and his, his health, and his, his body. health, that well, he yes. must be okay? It does. Not to mention, they have had the week off. Yeah. So they've probably studied the Rams for two weeks by the time this game goes in to yeah. happen. So it, it's a really interesting one. I'm very much looking forward to that it game. Should, it should be a good one to um to check in on, that's yeah. for sure. I think with how as well, I think we touched on it last week too, Smoking Joe, Joey Burrow, and yeah. also Justin Herbert. How yeah. are they going? They're duking it out offensively. Yeah, they've been amazing. Year. And Tua was, the, Tua was no doubt the player in college that out of those three looked the best. Yeah. There'd be no doubt about Until it. Until Joe's last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Across that three-year span. Board, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Jake Fromm as well from Georgia was looking pretty good until yeah. his last season. So, I think there's a few a few things there, but I think just with the way they've been going, I'm really keen to see Tua here. I'm, he, yeah. he was known for the big ball back at Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Known for being elusive in the pocket. Almost another Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray-esque yeah. type player. I'm, so yeah. oh, The more we talk about it, the more excited I'm getting. Eh? Would yeah. anyone want their game of the week on this one, boys? Well, me and Snars did forget to do that, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. So uh, just we'll see what happens, Blaze. We'll I'll, see what happens. Yeah, I've got another game down the bottom. All right, I'm chucking okay. it out there on the line and I've got no nibbles. Um, the Packers and the Vikings in the black and blue division. Um, the Green Bay Pack. Well done, Blaze. Thank you, mate. Well done. You like that? Yeah. Um, the Vikings, who have had an up and down season, coming off a bye. I don't believe they played last week. The Vikings did not play. No, memory. No, no. Kirk had a break. That's right. Had Kirk had a week off and escaped your wrath, which was yep. nice for him. Thank God. Um, I, I don't was wondering think... why I wasn't so stressed and yeah, angry this week. Yeah. yeah, you were a bit more light. Yeah. yeah, he got a little bit going at the end. Yeah. A little bit, because he was angry at someone. I can't remember who. The last yeah. game. A little touch of that. On. But hey, um, Green Bay Packers. Oh, it was the Bears. That's right. Of course, yeah. naturally. You did get a bit testy. The Packers have returned to form a little bit after a strong win. Um, they'll just need to continue to build on that here against the Minnesota Viking team. It's having a disappointing year. Yes. Um, they've had a few little highlights mixed in. Justin Jefferson comes to mind. Mm. But um, I think I've got some real concerns about them long-term this year. And I think the Packers will show them just how far off they are. I think the one we missed before in the Ravens game was Yannick Ngarway yes. has been traded. So yes, he was one of the big yeah. recruits for Vikings in the offseason because they lost Everson Griffin. Yes, yep. correct. They got six games out of him. So they got six and then they've... Yep, and now Dallas have got six out of him and they want him gone. So yeah. whatever's going on here. But once again, I think we've hit the nail on the head there. I think it's going to be three packers from the fellas. Yep. Is, Aaron yes. Rodgers and his main man, Devontae Adams. Yep. Mm. 
I reckon they're going to put in some serious work. Mm. I'm hoping for the Packers' sake, uh, sorry, the Vikings' sake, uh, the running back, Dalvin Cook. Yep. How long was he out for? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, oh, yeah. if he's be, not be playing, close-ish, I would. He's not there. The it's going to be much worse than what it would be. I think yeah. with the thing here, the Vikings, even though they won one and five at the moment, yep. they have had some losses to some good teams, and they has had some qu- quite close losses to yeah. some good teams. They only lost to the Seahawks by like a point or they've two. They've lost two games by one point this yeah, year. Yeah, they've lost they've two also games had by some, a point. They've some really disappointing losses. Yeah, too, and they have. Falcons. Yeah, it's it's been very up and down, yeah. hasn't it? So you never know really what you're going to get from that lot. Mm. Um, but obviously, with the Packers being at home I think that puts them over the top here and you can't really pick against the Packers at, no, at home with the way so. they've been playing 5-1 and one at the moment wouldn't have thought so hey the Lions and Colts here the Colts also coming off a bye um, we have one of those sneaky sneaky good defences that people don't really appreciate we've kind of brought it to people's attention recently how good the Colts defence actually is and some of the studs they've got on that line um, and through the linebacking call for that matter as well I think they'll be a bit too much here for Detroit, who just snuck home against Atlanta. I don't really. Uh, these are two teams I hate picking. Yeah. I, I yes. always when I when I look at these I games, you can't I trust never either of them. Can I you? never look and go, "That's a guarantee." Yeah. No matter yeah. who they're playing, unless they're playing one of the New York City teams, yeah. I go, "That's a guarantee." I always look at both of them. Even this game, I looked at it deep and hard. Like the Lions, yeah. you know, got across the line against Atlanta. They probably should have lost that game. They're yeah. sitting three and three. The Colts are at four and two, I believe. Mm on the back of their defense. But Phillip Rivers is, you know, not setting the world on fire there. Up and there. down, hard uh, to predict. He's, they're not, you know, they're just not much shake of the sauce bottle, to be honest. But yeah. looking at both of these teams, the Lions are probably one of the most inconsistent teams under Matt Patricia. Oh, Don't string too many wins together ever. No. Yep. And that's why I personally went the Colts. Yeah. Yeah, I thought long and hard about this one as well. And then, yeah, as you mentioned there a little bit, Schnazzy, the defining factor for me was how good the Colts defense had been all year. Yep. Um, the Lions, uh, yeah, as you said, very up and down. You never really know what you're going to get. And if they can only just squeak past Atlanta, whose defense is, you know, got more holes than Swiss cheese, yep. uh, I don't think they'll be able to do too much on the Colts. So that's that was my reasoning for taking the Colts there. Yeah, I think pretty sound arguments from both here there. Um, it's three Colts, and, you know, we look forward to seeing Philly Rivers back in action and if he can hold up and put a good game together. A couple of, um, you know, long-term vets coming up here, Stafford and Rivers. A um, couple of story careers. So, if nothing else, um, something to see there. But Cleveland Browns and the Oakland... Uh, not the Oakland. The Las Vegas Raiders. I've been doing so well with that for a while, I reckon. Honestly, but I wasn't even going to stop you. No. It hadn't even, t- it hadn't even clicked hadn't even in my clicked. head. No. Yeah. It only clicked in my head because that Allegiant Stadium is unreal. Have you seen the big yeah. torch they've got at... Um, oh, I told you about this the other Behind one of the, the goals? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you told me about it and yeah. I actually you know, watched a bit Did of that game. Look at the Instagram. Yeah. And, uh, nah, I couldn't nah. find it on Instagram. They've actually got a page. No, yeah. oh, did they? Yeah, I found it. But, um... Oh, I'm just gobsmacked still by how good that stadium is. Yeah. And that's probably the best thing about that team at the moment. And for yeah. that reason, I'll be taking the Browns. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take the Browns too. Um, obviously, Odell Beckham has now gone down with the ACL. Obviously, Chubb is still a couple of weeks away, I believe. Um, I think with all that said, I think they'll still have too much at home. I think being a confidence team, they've had a good game. Um, and I think the traveling Las Vegas Raiders might just be a little... A little too weak where it counts, but they're, they're having an okay year, Chuck. Who? The Raiders. Yes. Like they, probably exceeding expectations, yep, I guess. exceeding being, my expectation. Yeah. Now, this is my game of the week, Blaz. I've decided. This right, is my game okay. Of the week. Yep, I'm, yep. Going, I'm going left of centre. I'm taking the Raiders. Yep. Because as I said in the previous show, I'm not a fan of Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's doing an amazing job. He's 12-8 and eight against the rest of the NFL. He's 5-1 and one against the Bengals, so he just beats up on the Bengals. Uh... 
Yeah, so I'm taking the Raiders. I think they're going to go into Cleveland and win. Yep. Uh, I just I'm not buying the Browns. I'm not buying them. I'm not five buying them. This two. is really your game of the week, either. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is my game of the week. This is my game of the week. I'm not buying like the Browns are five and two, and we didn't even consider them in the Elite Eight. No, so there you go. The, because they're two losses, they've been absolutely pumped. They've been yeah. absolutely hammered, and they've beaten up on some pretty crap teams. They've already beaten the Bengals twice. Yeah. So if you take that out, they're three and two against teams that have won more than one game. Yeah. I'm taking the Raiders. All right. Look at it there for the upset. Well, watch this space on that one. Um, the Bengals, speaking of the uh, whipping boys at Baker Mayfield, uh, getting to take the Titans this week, a Tennessee Titans team that you know came up just short against the Steelers but didn't lose any fans oh, as we've that, touched on previously. You know, if Goskowski hit that field yep. goal, we might be talking a bit of a exactly. different story here. We might talk in the third team on our Elite Eight. But yep. I reckon they're, they're, they're primed to bounce back. I think the running game that they've developed there, and even Ryan Tannehill, I, I, every time I look at the stats, yeah. I just can't believe the type of player he's developed into because there yep. were a lot of painful years there when he was in Miami it's originally. Got rid of Adam yep. Gase. Yep. yep. So there's a serious theory there, and the Jets probably should look into that one. <laughs> they really, <laughs> really they should. have a read. Yep. But the Titans, I think they're just too powerful. They're not just a run team. Yep. They can pass the ball. No. Yep. They've got one of the best kickers in the game, which we saw the other week when Goskowski hit their first, uh, was it 16? Six. Yeah, six, six field, field goals. goals. Him yeah. and then loved him in the same sentence almost. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about <laughs> that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Kill yeah. your Jets, <laughs> Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, What's very interesting very here, very though, Shnazi, as we, as we you sort of just touched on, that they're not just a run team anymore. The Titans, what, what did we say? They were down twenty four to seven last week at halftime mm. against the Steelers. Now, if that's the Titans of old, with Tannehill not being able to do much with the ball, they are dead and buried in that game at halftime 100%. because it's very yep. hard to come back from that sort of a deficit at halftime if you're a run heavy offense because yep. you just don't have the clock management to do that. So that speaks to how they've advanced and how they've matured as a football team. That I think they it's are helped now. with AJ Brown's development too. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. can they can play both sides of the ball there on offense that they can throw it and they can run it. So that makes them a much more complete team, which makes so them far more Corey dangerous. Corey Davis there and um, the tight end. Did they have Davion Clowney too? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How is yeah. he going this year? I haven't seen much out of him. I haven't seen a highlight play. I haven't seen someone lose their yeah. helmet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that is true. No, I, no, I, I, I haven't seen, any, I haven't seen anything moment, to tell you about but it. No. Must be going all right. Their defense is doing pretty well. Um, Corey Davis, as you just touched on, Blas, I'm not too sure. Was he? I think he might be injured. Is he at the moment? I don't know. Yeah. It rings a bit of a bell. I think they've got they've got some weapons. I think is the main thing. They're not mm. this one dimensional. Okay. No. Um, obviously, the key to winning is getting yards out of Derek Henry on the mm. ground. But they do have other ways to go about. It. I think that's the evolution of that football team um, yes. into a team that is, um, you know, around the mark. Like they they're doing enough to you know get some get some credit. So. 100%. I think the top four teams in the AFC at the moment are very neck and neck. I think the yep. Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers and Titans are all vo- all four are quite good teams. So I think if we get down to the last round, uh, the second to last round of the AFC playoffs yep. and we've got Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers and Titans, mm. that'd be two really good games. Yeah, exactly. So, That's a really good way yeah. to put it, Chucky. Congratulations on that one, my friend. Very um, good. And not, we're, not, we're not saying that. We, uh, we're still very high on the Bengals' future. 100%. Yeah. Oh, we are yeah. Not, we're just probably not buying them as much now. And yep. I think, you know, when they you know add a bit like T Higgins has come on a lot AJ oh, Green's played a bit better in the last few weeks since we baked him and probably got baked from the rest of the yeah, sports the NFL, media yeah. 
I mean, um, they've only won one game, but they'd have to be thrilled. Like, if they were going to go, they'd be thrilled with how good um, Burrow has looked this year. Yeah. If you they could have be fans upset. in the stadium, that'd be yeah. selling out every week still yep. because people aren't going there expecting to lose like they were the last few they've seasons. Got their, they've got their guys now. Is it, like, there's so yeah. much to be said there's for excitement around it. NFL teams that have their quarterback that people can rally behind. And that goes beyond just the guys on the offense. That goes to the team. That goes to the franchise. That goes to the fans. Um, and that's what they've got in him. Yep. So even when you're losing, but you can see where you're moving to, yeah, you're in a much better position. Exactly, which is the stark contrast to a team like the Jets at the yep. moment, which is just like, well, what are you even trying to do? You get four There's yards. There's no of, plan there. You get four yards of bloody offense in the second half. It's an absolute bloody piss take. Speaking of um, teams that found a quarterback, the Bills. <laughs> the Bills. The Bills. Uh, Josh uh, Allen. The Bills are going to host the Pats, and obviously, as Schnazzy quite rightly says. This is a team and a franchise that is gathering momentum on the heels of Josh Allen um, and his development. And Is this the passing of the torch within the division, Slammer? Well, well. It, yeah, I was just thinking that, Stasi. The Bills have not very often beaten the Patriots in the last 20 years, so they yep. would want to... I'd be pretty confident at the start of the year. They would have had this one circled in their calendar yep. saying, the Patriots are coming to Buffalo, upstate New York, yep. at home, no... Tom Brady, this is a game we have to win. We've got a point to prove. Have to win. Yep. If they win this game, what do they go to? F- what are they? Are they four and two or five and two at the moment? I'm not I sure. I'm definitely going to print off mind. all the teams. Either records, way, so. they're going to. They if they win this game <laughs> and the Pats lose, they'd go to two <laughs> and five. They would have a commanding lead in the division. They'd have yep. at least a two-game lead over everybody else in that division. Yeah, and you know they're pretty much on their way to. I didn't even just mention them then in the top four teams of the AFC. Yeah. This is a very good team. They are yeah. five and two looking to go six and two. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So and the Pats obviously um have lost a couple on the trot now. They're looking really disappointing. Mm, um yes. if they don't turn a corner soon, the knives will start to come out. The walls have started are. crumbling. Yeah. So what's his name? Big fella Cam Newton got yeah. benched the halfway through last link. week. Yep. They uh, are in the fourth quarter last uh-huh. week. Wasn't looking very good. Still three came INTs. On. Yep. Didn't see Brian Hoyer, which was good. Oh, everyone was um, happy about that except for Slammer. And probably Brian himself. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think yeah, the walls are starting to come down in Bill Belichick's castle. But, you know, I think I said it on our, our, on the 5MU uh, oh, radio yes. station the weekend. I was like, if there's a man that can turn around a, a franchise or a poor-performing team in the NFL, it is Bill Belichick. Yeah, 100%. Yep. He has built a dynasty before. Yep. I'm not putting it past him to build it again, but I don't think Newton's the man for the next dynasty. Yeah, no. But, um, or at least to build a, a competitive, successful football team is probably yeah. a good start. I think he's definitely earned the credit um, to buy some time for us to, to to explore that possibility. And I think you know, let's let's not be let's not be you know, misleading here. The Pats just don't have heaps, like especially no. on on offense. They don't have many skilled position players. Not when you're taking the kill Harry at the end of the first round. Exactly. You could have got DK Metcalf. And, you know, and Cam Newton had been out of the game round. for a while with injuries and whatnot. So they don't have heaps well, of they cattle. Had the co- everyone forgets about this. Cam Newton missed that game because of COVID. They had to shut down the practice facility for a bit as well. Mm. And, you know, the Patriots really are one of those... Momentum, hasn't it? Yeah, the Patriots are one of those teams that prepare quite well. Bill, Bill Belichick's quite a detailed coach. Yeah. A bit like Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can imagine the same situation the Chiefs. If they had to shut it down, it might impact them a little bit. But obviously, with the stars that they do have yeah they've got more yeah there's, there's players that can carry you through you've probably got more of like a systematic or system driven team as yep. opposed to just outright superstars who yep. can win you a game yep. so yep. I agree um, not to mention Sony Michelle has not done very much since becoming a patient I imagine either. they'd be looking at a running back pretty soon yeah 
They've got some holes. The They've definitely got some holes on our pants. Yeah. Um, divisional game here, the Broncos and the Chargers. Broncos having quite a disappointing year, um, marred with injury and probably an underperforming Drew Locke thus far. Doesn't get much easier this week when he has to go up against Joey Bosa and Ingram and the like. Um, so it's going to be tricky and I think we're all taking the young man Justin Herbert in this we head-to-head. Are. At the start of the year, we sort of said it's going to be neck and neck between the Broncos and Chargers all year. Yep. Except we probably didn't think it was going to be neck and neck at what? But they're both at they're two both and five. They're both at two and yeah. five. Two and four, I think. We Chargers. thought that'd probably be more around that four and three mark. Yep. However... But they've both been decimated by injury there, really. They have. Mm. And I think the thing to look at here with the Chargers, which is probably touching on that injury point you just raised there, Slammer. So they're, they're, the way they stop the deep ball yep. is by pressuring with Joey Boza and they get Ingram up there. Yep. And then they protect, you know, the secondary with Derwin James, who's obviously been injured. Yep. That's impacted them heaps. However, the Broncos as well, mm. we keep talking about their injuries. So both teams yeah, they decimated come a bit up, with injuries. Sure. Yep. However, looking at this, I'm going to say the Chargers' future of their franchise is looking much brighter than the Broncos. Yes, I think they've clearly got the start at quarterback in this uh, matchup here. Herbert has exceeded expectations in every way imaginable, Mm. I would have thought, so far this season. He has played absolutely lights out. Tyrod's not going to get that starting job back. He'll be on a different team next year, 100%. Might be the Bears. Could be. The Bears would be better with anything else, honestly. Uh, the Chargers have, yeah, exceeded my expectations with Herbert. He's looked really, really good. Honestly, Derwin James is an absolute Freak. franchise changer. Yeah. And they've missed him for so many years now. Another injury, it would really hurt them. Um, but they would be a completely different football team with him playing in the secondary. Um, oh, absolutely. I think it, it does harken back to a point we made earlier about the Bengals with Joe Burrow is the way your franchise can look different when you've got an established... Um, I get, well, establish you, you establish a young quarterback as your guy for the future yeah. that you can start to build and it. you're not doing a Sam Darnold where you're just trying to buy false hope yeah mm. it's it's about hope hope is the best word for it Schneider. I think hope goes a long way in sport um, week to week year to year um, that's what franchises I guess are built upon initially um, well, they're built upon their fans yeah. and their fans loyalty to the team if the team's got no hope or no vision or exactly. no clear strategy exactly. you're not going to get a, you're not going to get a fan to buy in so that's what the Chargers and Bengals have got going for them um, and some of those other teams specifically the New York City could um, could take a leaf out of that book I think the last point here the interesting thing is Slam always bangs on about Mile High Stadium yep I do and it's going to be an interesting one because you're going to have Bozer and Ingram mm. up in the thin air you're getting gassed. Consistently yeah. trying to do it. But however, the Broncos really haven't shown much that this year. That will be something so, yeah. that Herbert's probably never seen before in his career playing college or high school football ever. So yeah. that will be one to watch there as well. But I, yeah, I, I'd still be tipping the Chargers to get the job done. Yeah. I think that's that's where we're all going to land on that one. Um, in a really good game of the week here, this... Well, actually, it's not a game of the week yet, but I would assume... It's going to be my game of the week. I was, yeah. I was, I was yeah. assuming it would be. These it wasn't <laughs> going to be the Cowboys or the Giants or the Bears game. No, I did do a quick rapid assessment on the rest. So, um, the Seahawks and the Niners here get to play in a game. The Seahawks looking to bounce back from a really... Um, not a disappointing loss, but one they probably should have came away with the end... Um, and the 49ers are starting to build momentum now with players coming back and some wins on the board. Mm. I think Debo Samuel is out injured uh, again, again now with a hamstring. Wow. So that does limit their options a little bit there. Oh, but um, I tip the Seahawks. With that said, Schnauzy, do you want to step us through your game of the week? My so friend? Seahawks for mine, I'll be taking them over the Niners. The Niners are building, which we touched on our last week's review show. Yep. However, the Seahawks, I think what was the stat slammer, hasn't thrown three interceptions since 2017. 2017 yeah. 
You're not going to get that again from Russ. No. And if he didn't do that, that arguably would have won the game. Yeah. So I he think he'd be fairly upset yeah. at the moment. So he'll be, yeah. he'll be taking that on himself. And he's one of the hardest workers in the game. No doubt. Um, him and Andy Carroll there, the coaches. So Pete Carroll. Andy Pete Carroll. Yeah, yeah, so Liverpool. Andy Carroll's the Liverpool striker. Newcastle, <laughs> Liverpool. Ah, great, great times. Megadome. <laughs> Lots of money there. Yeah. However... <laughs> You won't see that much coming from him. They'll get yeah. back into the drawing book. They'll get back to the training field. You won't yeah. see three interceptions, so they won't no. be turning over. And I do have some questions still over Jimmy G at the Niners. Yeah. They're yeah. relying Didn't a lot his best on, game on the, weekend. the other skilled players to really prop them up. Yeah, well, they need that trickery, I think, is what's kind of... It, it floats them. It carries yeah. them through. They can that. do a lot yeah. of different things. Yeah. So, in saying that, it's going to be a Seahawks for me. I'm not going to go back-to-back losses. I'm the previously number one ranked Elite Eight side. Yes, no, no true. doubt. That was the same At for home. mine there. At I, home. Yeah. I think this is going to be a really interesting game. If Debo Samuel was not injured, Blaze, I think this would be really crazy. Ayuk yeah. has looked really, really good so yeah. far this year um, in a few different ways. Excuse me. They just use their skill position players in a lot of different ways and creates confusion amongst defences, which makes it really interesting. If this game was in San Francisco, potentially you could tip the Niners, but um, especially with... We spoke about it a few weeks ago. Mm. Wrong place, wrong time. Uh, I don't think you're going to get the same sort of uh, performance out of Russell Wilson, and him at home is probably too good to go past. Yeah, I think so. Um, We mentioned the Niners have been building, and they, they... uh, decimated, especially that defensive line, obviously, with Bosa mm. and Thomas. They are still generating pressure. They still have a strong defense mm. um, in other positions. No um, I'm not too sure. Sherman must be getting close. He would be would have to be not? getting close, yes. Um, but with all that said, I too am on the Seahawks this week. I don't think I can go past um, that bounce back kind of Huge narrative. divisional game as well. Yeah, though. massive, massive for them. And if the Niners were to win, I think they all kind of almost group up there around with, about the same spot with the yes. Rams and the Cardinals as well um, so you know it's, it's it's really getting quite congested and I think you know we're starting to to play around with the concept of all those teams all being in the same yeah, that's the playoff dream. series that, that would be dream. a fantastic result for that to happen though we need the Niners to win here we do yeah so there's a couple of things that need to fall but watch this space we'll keep our finger on the pulse that's what we do 100% um, the Bears and the Saints in a game that I would love to only take about 15 seconds here we're all picking the Saints um, the Bears got shocked back to reality Bears got shot back to reality which Ooh, is what I'd say the gravity. three of us would have known correct we they were so overrated yep. had some lucky results shouldn't have beat the, the Bucks was it two weeks ago now shouldn't have have got some lucky wins along the way. Yep. Mitch Trubisky somehow won two and a half games, three games yeah, at the start of the season. Two and a half, yeah. Not Nick- to mention the Atlanta game. Oh, yeah. that's. Anyways, the Bears, we are so far off them. Yep. It is not funny. Yep. And we hope they just go completely downhill from here as we expect them to. Yep. Yep. On the other hand, the Saints, will we see Michael Thomas this week? Well, yeah, that well. is the great unknown, isn't it? I, there are alarm bells going off in my head about the Saints, quite frankly. Yeah. There are things happening there that I don't trust, that I I think there's some things going on behind. Do you think, behind. Sam, they're getting by on reputation at the moment? A, a little, little bit, bit Blaze, like, 100%. I think there are just things going on behind closed doors that they're not being very open and honest about. Yeah. I, I'm just not buying this whole, you know, he got sat for a week for team rules sort of thing Fighting. Fighting. now yeah. he's you know what he missed for on the weekend a hamstring yeah, so on or so yeah. something I don't know they're just it, funny bit smoke and mirrors I think there's a bit going on behind the scenes there they need him if they're wanting to win this division this year otherwise they will not win the division if he gets traded at the deadline 
I don't know. There's something happening there. It's ma- it makes me... F- if I was a New Orleans Saints fan, I'd be feeling very uneasy. Reigning Offensive Player of the Year as well. Yeah. Yes. This is huge. Like This is not yeah. just some wide receiver. And we are right on the doorstep of the trade deadline as well, I believe. Yeah. Aren't we? I think it's early it's next the week. Early next week. Yeah. So the wide receiver week, pool is full of absolute divas. Isn't it? Oh, 100%. It really is. It's 100%. It just gobsmacks me to think this is one of the highest paid players in football. And that's why and we come back to guys like Larry Fitzgerald and stuff that are just like... Julio Quinti- Jones. Julio Jones. Oh, they're just quintessential. Larry Fitzgerald is the absolute opposite. Yeah, he's just, they're just professional, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, teachers. There's nothing deeper you know, about yeah. that man Students of the game. No bigotry, yeah. any of that stuff. And uh, in some ways, maybe that's the old guard. I don't know. Mm. But some, Yes, there are clearly some wide receivers that think they are bigger than the team yeah. and others that think that they are all that in a bag of chips yeah and you know if you do think you're all that in a bag of chips you better hope you back it up because otherwise mm. us three are going to call you out for absolutely. it absolutely you want don't to talk the talk you Michael better walk Thomas. the walk yep. Michael Thomas you're on notice you better have a big game on the weekend I don't want to hear there it is I don't want to hear come you know Sunday afternoon Australian time that you're missing with some sort of slight hamstring soreness oh, or you tweaked ankle. an ankle yeah, walking down a stair I don't stair want to hear, yeah. hear it if I hear that alarm bells are going off yeah and I'll jump off the Saints. And we'll leash the big guy on you and then it'll be yeah. all over. Well, I think their season's done if that happens. Yeah. Oh, if they lose, if they, arguably, he's their best player 100%. now. Him and but Kamara are their best too. I think if he's playing and he's playing properly, if they've got him and Emmanuel Sanders and now and Kamara and Drew Brees can get back to what he was, they're just as likely as the Buccaneers to win the division. Yep. So, and 100%, I can't, it comes down to that. Yeah. And, and that's that's one to watch. Mm. Um, so it really is one to watch. seconds on this one, Blaze. Absolutely. We kind of blew the, um, the target out there. But hey... The Eagles and Cowboys in a divisional game here in the in the NFC East. Um, we're all taking the Eagles. We don't know who the quarterback for the Cowboys is going to be. Probably not Dalton because he almost got decapitated. Um, Dak, Pres- Dak Prescott is down one leg. So whoever they've got coming out there is a seventh round pick, I believe. He took a yep. few snaps after Dalton went <laughs> Dalton. Andy Dalton went down. Um, and Philly, they've started to pull some things back together here. Yes. Injuries are, are subsiding yes. a little bit. Not convincing over the Giants last week. Absolutely not. Um, but I think with that said, they are going to be too much for the Cowboys. It's going to be week. interesting. Be commanding lead in the division here. Interesting in the sense that one team will be going to three wins in the division. Yep. And interesting in the sense that both teams suck. It could actually somehow turn into a good game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very well put. And I think that's all that needs to be said on that one. Absolutely. Um, Don't waste too much time Into there. the last game of the week, mm, the Giants season. and the Bucks. Um, I we're featured in the guarantee. It's going to close us out tonight. The Bucks should walk all over this team. Um, the Giants are just so disappointing. There's no run game. Danny Fumbles is just... Freeman was demoted during the week to was, running back yeah. too. He only had three snaps on the weekend. Yeah. I've got some no-namer that I've never heard of before. Apologies to you if you're listening. <laughs> the run game's just non-existent. Mm, Danny yeah. Jones fumbles his own feet. Yeah. On the other hand, Tom Brady firing on it's all cylinders. It's click. Yeah. yeah. This could get ugly. So this, no could, this could be another one that's a bit of a blowout here. And the Buccaneers, probably really good timing for them as they start to click into gear to get a bit of a dare I say it, training drill um, against a lowly Giants outfit that just is going to... I think they'll get pummeled here. Yeah, really this one Jason Pierre-Paul yeah. will be going back to New York. Yeah. He, he lost his hair that. with the fireworks. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. 
Old club club hand. Club hand. Yeah, I don't think we need to spend too much talking about this. I think no. this will be pretty whitewash here. Bucks, yep. Bucks to get it done. If Gronkowski can get his third touchdown in three consecutive weeks. Yeah. Um, he's back, baby. He's back. And yeah. again, some more... Um, he's definitely benefited from OJ Howard's injury, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. this is a very good read from you. Very Plus good. Antonio Brown. Yes. Well, yes. An, an interesting First time little see Antonio for quite some a time. A little subplot there, and um, obviously this will be Monday Night Football, I believe, boys. We've fixtured that up correctly. This, Correct. This one, That's so. what we were saying before. Panthers yep. and Falcons on Thursday night. Giants and Bucks on Monday. Yep. Huge so, week for sports fans. A couple of big bookends there. So that'll do us. That's that gonna do that's us. gonna pull it all together. Race Thanks. Through that one there. There we did. We did a good job. Um, we hope you enjoy. It was a really. It's got some interesting games and there's some really high quality games. There's a few, obviously, um, that will let us down through the middle there. Um, stick around, obviously, for the review show. Stay tuned to all the socials for clips and whatnot. Um, those are obviously Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Slim Slam with the Bandwagon Fan, SSBF Podcast for the latter there. Um, and obviously, then anywhere you get your podcast, anywhere is, you get your podcast, is where we're at with that one. And on YouTube, if you are watching us tonight. Um, drop us a subscribe help us continue to grow while you're at it as well head to our Instagram get around our competition correct so the giveaway competition is obviously up and uh, ready for you guys to start getting involved Um, just flood us with that stuff let us know how much you love it and how badly you want one of those free jerseys that the Jersey Cartel is giving away because we can't wait to um Make someone's day. That no rhymes doubt. a little bit. That was good. Absolutely. Do you want yeah. to take us away, Chucky? What do you reckon? That rhythm from you there, yeah. Slim Shady. Uh, <laughs> so- he's been Slim. I've been Slim. That's the bandwagon fan. Good night.